Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of We've Made a Mistake. We decided this week to just talk about what we've been doing the past two weeks, which basically turned into a roast and review of the popular late 90s and early 2000s show Sex and the City. Please enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to this episode of We've Made a Mistake. I'm Kathy. And I'm Sarah, non Jessica Parker. Could you guys tell that was the, the Sex in the City theme song? Yes. 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 No. Okay. Um. Anyway, we're back. We're back. Welcome to our biweekly format format episode growth. What? What? <laughs> so we've decided that you know what a week thing yeah. isn't practical with our busy lazy la- lazy, oh, uh, busy, busy la- very busy very very busy <laughs> lives. <laughs> So we're, we've moved over to a bi-weekly podcast. Um, and you know what? I think it's going pretty well. I think so. So far. I think so. 30 seconds in, I think we're doing pretty good. And despite lying to ourselves and being like, oh, we want to take more time, the extra week to like really invest into our quality. But we're still on our same <laughs> bullshit. Like I arrived at Kathy's at seven. And we had no concept. Still had no outline, no idea what we were going to do for the episode. But um, luckily, uh, or Sarah has been diving into. Were you about to call me Ashley? <laughs> yeah. Why? Okay. Why don't you co-host with her? Then? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've all three been hanging out. This is our third day in a row that we've seen each other. Yes. So sometimes the blondes just kind of all mix. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus. kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I love you, Sarah. I love you. But the reason why we were able to come up with this topic was mm-hmm. because Sarah has started rewatching sex. the whole oh. Sex in, in the, the City, city. <laughs> <laughs> show. <laughs> and yeah, we have thoughts and feelings. But anyways, yes. what have you been doing these past two weeks? You know because you've been there. Just That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so – Let's see. I went to Lululemon last week. Okay. And I've I bought one pair of pants at Lululemon when I was like 21, mm-hmm. and they've carried me through the, this into the last night. This years. is a nice preface in what you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I got to really set the, 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 the scene here. So I go to Lululemon because I had a hundred dollar gift card. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how many years ago I got this card, but I've been holding on to it for a hot minute. Yeah. Um. Mostly for unhealthy reasons. Like oh. I, I always told myself like, okay, I'm going to wait until I'm in like the best shape ever and then use it. Yeah. I don't want to spend um, like my entire gift card on one pair of pants because literally like they're, they're like athletic pants are a hundred bucks. Yeah. So I didn't want to spend it on a pair of pants if I knew I wasn't at like my optimal weight slash fitness level like Mm -hmm. I wanted to like get swole and Mm -hmm. like work out and like get into like prime physique yeah and And I see you busting out of your clothes right now from the buffness so I definitely (laughs) see where this is going (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, are those D's? <laughs> um, so, okay. I had to just like set the scene a little bit for you guys, but um, not that I'm at my peak level now by any means. Like I definitely have found or like rediscovered my love for working out mm-hmm. and like I, it's honestly the highlight of the days that I do work out. It's like four days a week. It's the highlight of my day. Aww, like I cannot good. wait. If I have work, I'll go after work and I'm just like itching you're, to go. You're thinking of the weights. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I go and get like a bang like two hours before my shift ends and I'm just like chugging it. Like, yes, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> um, I drive to the gym and I'm just like blasting like system of a down. And, yeah. Like, porn and uh, disturbed. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, um, I I haven't been feeling the best when I'm working out because I'm wearing like old ratty shit with like holes in it mm-hmm. and it doesn't fit me right. Like mm-hmm. it fits me in all the wrong places, if you know what I mean. Moose knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I decided, okay, enough is enough. I've had these like pants from Ross for like, 10 years yeah. I have one pair of Lulu's that have like never done me wrong like yeah. they are a sturdy high quality pair of pants so I decided mm-hmm. that's where I'm gonna go I have my gift card anyway yeah I'm just gonna treat myself mm-hmm. um I spent 650 <laughs> after my gift card but but it lasted but years I bought four pairs of workout pants okay four shirts two sports bras. Like I basically bought an entire new workout wardrobe Yeah, and I genuinely got rid of like everything else, like all of the cheap stuff that I was wearing before. And we've talked about this too prior to recording. I feel like when you do buy a really good quality, like either running shoes or something, like it makes you excited to work out. Yes. And I'm like, I'm not, it's like night and day because I used to be so focused on like my, the clothes aspect when I was wearing stuff that didn't fit me. Yeah. Right? Like I was always adjusting. I was always like super self-conscious of like my camel toe showing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, I have a really bad sure. camel toe. Like I, I would do the thing where you wear, a, a, you tie a, a thing around your waist. <gasps> so it doesn't show. So it doesn't yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the baggy shirt to cover it. A baggy it. shirt to cover yeah. it or I tie the thing around my waist, one or mm-hmm. the other. Mm-hmm. And like constantly I was like focused on the wrong thing during my workout. Cause I was like, you're focused on your camel toe. <laughs> yeah, like, I was hyper self-conscious. Yeah. Like, like, it's, it's like almost amazing because Lululemon's like, they're so high quality. Like it, I, it's impossible to get a camel toe. Like I've tried, <laughs> I've tried like, you like, did the test me. in front of the mirrors. Like yeah. when you were trying them yes, out, yes. you like pulled it as high yes, as you can. Like, wow, this is great can, quality. Like, Yes. You can't see stitching at all. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they do. Do I even have a vagina? It's like made, it's made out of like spacesuit material. I don't even know. Um, But yeah, like, oh my God. It's like so freeing to wear something that I just feel good in and I don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about it, you know? Yeah. So I honestly, even though I spent a shitload of money, Mm -hmm. I view it as an investment. Mm-hmm. Because I know this stuff is high quality and it's gonna last me a long time. Like yes. just looking at the the one pair of pants mm-hmm. I've had from them. Um, and number two, they told me this when I was checking out. They were like, "By the way, if anything happens to the pants, like if you get a hole in them, if there's a rip, if um, you if you like- can get a camel toe in them, <laughs> then you can return them." <laughs> 
Well, they their return policy isn't the best. It's like thirty days. Okay. Um, but they did tell me like if something happens to them, or let's say you like out uh you you like lose weight or whatever and they're too big for you or they're too long or whatever the case is they offer a free um what's that called alterations service where oh. they fix any damage to the pants and they'll all like hem them whatever it's called for free what so that's actually really good these are all re- reasons to justify in my mind <laughs> um the heinous <laughs> and sarah you do deserve it i think that's fine for you to get that because I feel like I'm going to make some crazy purchases in a couple of months. So I don't know. I don't know what, but I feel like I have this urge that I want to like revamp buy entire wardrobe, just buy a bunch of lobster sandals, (laughs) like the whole collection. Um, But no, I, I, that's good. That's cute. Yeah. And I feel like Lulu is our next sponsor. <laughs> Surprise, guys. The reason why Sarah actually didn't spend any money at Lululemon. <laughs> no, but I, I genuinely feel like they they make them so it's flattering on any body type. Like, okay. they, like seriously, they look so bomb. I don't know what it is because it's like compression technology, mm-hmm. but it like, like sucks. Like Spanx? Yeah. Like it's a like, company But it's Spanx. not uncomfortable. It's yeah. like so – it feels like I'm not even wearing anything. And even on their tag, I love like, that. I love they have little naked. sayings and stuff. Because, you know, people who do yoga, like our mm-hmm. big Lulu people, it says, like, because they have different styles and stuff. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm devoting way too much time to Lulu. <laughs> but anyway, um, on each style, it says, like, like gets into the benefits. And mm-hmm. it says, this is our simple, like, less seams and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So all you, can, all you need to focus on is your practice for optimal comfort. Like, you don't even realize you're wearing anything. Mm-hmm. You're just, like practicing and like yogi status yeah and it's true like i i have not felt uncomfortable in a single outfit that i've worn from okay i this is getting <laughs> how way long too is dramatic. this you're not is this the theme of our episode <laughs> <laughs> but i love that for you um yeah i feel like i've always been tempted because i used to work in la jolla so i'd always like pass by it and they yeah. have like a yoga series they used to have at my work like mm-hmm. every i don't know every thursday or something yeah and everyone's been really nice that works there mm-hmm. so maybe it's the fact that they're just very happy about their free mending of the pants if yeah <laughs> and i asked the worker that was checking me out i was like do you guys get a discount and he said yeah but we're not allowed to say what it is. And he, <gasps> and he was like, but it's publicly available on Google. And then I Googled it and it's like 70% off on like certain items. And then everything else is like 50% off. Holy crap. And I'm like, dude, should I get a part-time job at Louis? <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. Um, Anyway, the other huge event that happened in the last two weeks was um, our best friend, Ashley, mm-hmm. turned 29 Yes. And we celebrated this past weekend with her, everything Ashley. Yes. So on Saturday night, we met up. Um, we went to PB, mm-hmm. which I hated. was an experience. <laughs> I loved, like, obviously I love Sarah and Ashley, but I think that was like my, okay, I think I'm good. No, honestly, <laughs> it was for me too. Yeah. Like, this was the first time I can recall being in PB in like recent years uh-huh. and just feeling like, detached from it like I just I just 
what like I had a good time, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the same kind of excitement like I normally do when I go to PC. Yeah, and I I think it's also like a little bit of jealousy. Like I saw the excitement and all like the younger people that yeah. were there, and I kind of yeah. looked at them like that used to be me. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I think okay, I'm good. Like this chapter's done, and I think it was yeah. kind of symbolic, like. This was Ashley's 29th birthday. Mm-hmm. It was nice to just like, okay, this the last, is the last 20. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. now I am good. Yeah. No, I was hyper aware this time too mm-hmm. of just how young everyone around us were. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then how you uh, mentioned to me like everyone's outfit choices. <laughs> like t- tell them what you told me. Like I think you know when you're getting old when you don't want to – gravitate towards a certain style like you, mm-hmm. you don't feel obligated to follow it mm-hmm. I felt like everyone there was dressed up like Lisa Frank had like a resurrection <laughs> <laughs> and like threw up on some of these outfits like it was so much like bright colors which I, I I'm not opposed to but just like the cuts reminded me of like 1990. I feel like the 90s are back in style. They are back, but I'm pissed because I gave up. I would have been like freaking like I would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. I had the bucket hats growing up. I've had like the even colored. I feel like the baseball caps are coming back. Anything jelly shoes look like they're in. Barrettes are in. Tie like handkerchief tops are back. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what the? Oh, okay. This makes me want to hoard all wait. my clothes. Yes. Just because they're going to come back in the next like eight to you know, 10 years. You know, when you like reason not to get rid of something because you'll say, you'll say to yourself, like, I never know when I might need this. Yeah. And it's like something dumb that you'll really never need. But, but then it does come back. But then this is the perfect excuse. Like, uh-huh. I understand hoarders now. Yeah. This is, this is why. This is why in the future we're going to have so many like, <laughs> 1992 baby hoarders yes in the future because of yes the trends and all of that i understand it um another reason why i think i i had a lot of fun and i'm not saying i did it Mm -hmm. but i also um hurt my knee (laughs) (laughs) i hurt my knee like uh, a week ago when i was rock climbing indoor rock climbing and it wasn't even a cool story i i like finished um top roping and now I was like okay well I'm gonna go home but maybe I'll do a little stretch okay so I was stretching on the boulder wall and I like just got bored and I was like okay I'm gonna let go and bouldering it's like it's not as high so it's only like I would say at most 10 feet but you're not attached you're not attached to anything but the floors are completely like cushioned so but you're supposed to fall a certain way yeah and I was climbing and I was like I don't want to do this anymore I'm, I'm done and I just like fell okay and I fell horribly and that's how I got injured and I've been injured it's, I'm still injured gnarly. since yeah Kathy sent us the photo of her knee like either the day or the next day yeah after it happened and I was like you need to go to get seen immediately like urgent care whoever you need to just go yeah <laughs> like, it was bad Um, but anyways, I like had, I've been wearing like this compression brace I got at, um, CVS and it's been working well, but I think I forgot after a couple of drinks that I have a knee thing. So I just was jumping (laughs) and there's a part where like it hurts so bad that I thought like at this point I need to just keep drinking (laughs) the pain hurts, but yeah. yeah. So that happened and I forgot to mention in a previous episode, but I got my car broken into and I say that loosely because 
I need a new car, <laughs> but I'm going to ride this car out until its final days just because, again, I paid it off. But the windows can't close fully anymore. Mm -hmm. So if someone really wanted to, they could open my car. So that's only mm – -hmm. that's what happened. I knew they opened the car because my car door was open already. <laughs> um, and I looked in and everything was kind of like moved all over the place. Yeah. But nothing was stolen. <laughs> And I felt kind of offended. I had nothing to steal, but I'm just like, wow, you didn't even want like my shoes. Like there's nothing in here. Really? There's, I had a blanket was in it, there. Was it your rock climbing shoes? <laughs> no, they were like my regular shoes and I had some flip flops. Like nothing yeah. was stolen. I just felt like. If maybe, your lobster shoes were in there though. Oh, I'd be mad. Yeah. Be they'd be, no, they would have been snatched. Yeah. Like, but they yeah. weren't even taken. They were still there. Wait, your lobster shoes were in oh, the yeah. car? Everything was still there. Still. What? Yeah. Oh my God. Nothing was stolen. So I was like, I'm kind of offended. And there was a point like with my car, I have a love-hate relationship. I've had this car since high school, but there was a time or earlier this week where I couldn't find my car because I parked it in a different location. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my car got stolen. Oh my gosh, ins insurance money. <laughs> like, I must get a new car. And then I found it. Um, it. But no, I named her Bessie and she's my Bestie? role doll. Bessie. Oh, Bessie. Bessie. So then you can say like, um, uh, wait, is that my bestie? Is that my bestie? Is that my best? Is that my bestie? Is that my oh, is I that didn't my bestie the and my Betsy. <laughs> wait, you said Betsy. Bessie is oh, my Bessie, car. Bessie. Betsy was my old left. I'm weird. And <laughs> <laughs> you damn, you really like that name. I love naming. I love naming stuff like like old timey names like yeah. i love the name like margaret oh dotty like yeah dot oh poppy that's gonna maybe my next car is gonna be dotty <laughs> but i i like those older Me too. names it's cute gertrude yeah. mildred mildred oh, oh cute talula oh Tallula. i love that birth bertha bertha just birth <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um another thing too i forgot to say is um you know you had a successful night in PB. By successful, I mean um, trashy. <laughs> but that is the goal, I yeah. feel like, in PB. When you, one, lose your card mm -hmm. or gain or, or you leave your card oh, okay. at, the at the bar, mm -hmm. right? Which is what happened to me <laughs> in this case. I wake up Sunday morning mm -hmm. and I'm missing – my Costco card. And first of all, I was upset with myself because before I went out, I had, I returned something yeah. on like this specific credit card that I have. And I had like a $70 credit. And I told myself, like I looked in the mirror and I had a little pep talk and I was like, okay, listen, Sarah, you're going to be tempted to use your Costco card because you get more rewards yeah. using it at like restaurants and bars and stuff. But you need to use that that other credit card because you have the credit and you uh -huh. don't be a dummy like don't spend money yeah don't, don't spend additional money when you have free money just like sitting on the card. yeah and what do you think happened I the drinks were flowing I completely forgot 
and I used my goddamn Costco credit card, and then it went missing the next day. But so, luckily, no one used it. That's always a no plus. No one used it. But I just feel like an idiot because literally there was fraud on that card like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I reported it, and they sent me a new one, and I just got it like five days prior, and I it's already missing. That's like, like my Bank of America card. I've, <laughs> I haven't even lost it. Like, it's always like just been missing like in my pants pocket, yeah. but I've just canceled it so many times that I finally got a replacement, and I just haven't activated it at all because i'm yeah. like i don't deserve you <laughs> like oh i don't God. deserve to use you <laughs> so now it's just yeah. like my automatic payments Rick but is. yeah that was our week i think another yeah. i think the last thing on my end is that i'm not the like i don't follow astrology a lot mm-hmm. just because i i do think majority of it is bullshit but that's again just me but it's also from reading it i get very self-conscious because i feel like that's like all astrology signs if you hide what it means like what the actual sign is everything kind of relates to you mm-hmm. but i was reading the capricorn one and i hated everything no <laughs> okay well some of it's nice but then um okay reputable source cosmo um <laughs> but it'll say like the meaning like the word that it's associated with but then the negative word associated with it too so the top things for a capricorn ambitious workaholic Persistent, relentless, realistic, pessimist, sensitive, touchy, practical, dry. <laughs> oh, I felt that one. That was the worst one you read. Um, and there's, I feel like we'll end up getting to some of our like personal crazy stories. Um, but there's this part that kind of really hurt me when it said a Capricorn will never sit around and wait for something, even if they are requ- required to do so. They also are very impulsive and in almost all areas of life and often regret their actions later. If you manage to anger a Capricorn and really push their limits, brace yourself for the impact. What? Um, so Wait, but I don't when you re- read those, I don't think of. You. Oh, um, are you impulsive? I think I, I think I have moments where like I overthink things and I'll do something yeah. or I feel like I'm very impatient. Sometimes. Okay. Like I just need to do it. Gotcha. And then gotcha. I'll regret it. Like, oh, if I would have waited, oh, this would have happened. Yeah. I've had a lot of moments. And like then um, the craziness, like to anger me, I think I'm pretty like easy to please. And I think my patience is good. Mm-hmm. But I, by patience, sometimes I hold everything in and I let it bottle up yeah. and then I can get crazy. Yeah. And so I admit it. Um, but I'm just, I'm hoping that I get back to my idea that all astrology is bullshit and I'll feel better about myself. I did. <laughs> you did have a couple of really bold moments when we were out in PV. Like oh. when we when we were walking to the um, taco place at the end of the night. Oh yeah, and we ran into those girls, and they were like kind of mocking us, right? Yeah, I I think that's another reason why it's because like I'm either a fun drunk, a protective drunk, or an angry drunk, and I was turning into an angry drunk. <laughs> and these girls, they were meant no harm. Um, were kind of imitating how we were talking, and I just lost it, and I was just like. Well, what? actually, I would argue that they do mean harm. Okay. Because that's fucking bitchy. Yeah. And with their you don't leaf- even know us and you're yeah. you're m- mocking us. I know. Like- Take your Lisa Frank sunglasses <laughs> that you're wearing at night <laughs> and shove them what up your ass. ass. What if we uh, insulted them? with that like and fucking shut up lisa lisa full watch them up on you and be like what is lisa frank ew <laughs> they would have said that yeah. 
And another thing, this homeless guy brushed past me and he touched my back and you could tell it was intentional because I felt the fingers just ew, glide. Ew, ew, ew. And it's not even because he's homeless, but in general, I think I would flip out at this point. And I know that was warranted. Yeah. I'm glad you flipped out. At and then I, I don't even know who I was, but I like looked at him and I was just like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> like my voice just lowered and I was just like, don't fucking look at me. Don't fucking touch me. Um, no, I like you. You like turn into the exorcist. Yeah, exorcist. Like, <laughs> just flames start like you start vomiting rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that happened, and yeah, I don't. That part wasn't enjoyable. But yeah. other than that, it was a lot of fun. I mean, again, it's with your company. Yeah. So that was the main I, part. I do have to say, um, I don't like living with regrets, mm-hmm. but um, my stomach. Oh. has not been okay we've been for eating days pretty now. bad mm-hmm. um and like oh the the physical pain i was in like pretty much all day today like the bloating and like you know when you like you feel the sensation where you feel like there's like a bubble yeah in your stomach mm-hmm. and it's just like pain oh I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It's like if I have have gas, okay, (laughs) if you must force me to (laughs) say. I love how you're like, and sometimes this little bubble just forms in my stomach. It's just this cute little bubble. This little air bubble, a little little, little something, something. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So you're filled with farts. (laughs) Saturday, I mean, the drinking doesn't help even though I stuck with the same alcohol it was Mm -hmm. just vodka and like I did feel a little hungover on Sunday but it was fine yeah it was just kind of like I felt dizzy but that Mm -hmm. was pretty much my only I was not Kathy was not okay (laughs) well it's my fault because I mixed towards the end because I'm not the biggest vodka drinker but if I drink it's with one purpose yeah. to get drunk and it has the lowest calories. Yes. But then when I start turning into this girl, yeah. <laughs> I, I want my Jameson and ginger. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Wait, Jameson is whiskey, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, but that's very, that's my favorite. Yeah. I like that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's my favorite whiskey. Jameson? Yeah. It's a I fun. Like, it's I a like fun. it much better than Jameson. It's a fun. It's a fun. It's a little light, a little tasty. Uh, but I, I know the alcohol was a huge part yeah. of it, but we inhaled burritos. Oh, like, yeah. I, I ate in, an entire forearm size yeah. burrito, and it's I never so, finished But all three of us finished our burritos, yes. and I feel like in an outside perspective, we literally just got them. Yes. It lo- probably looked like we were trying to win a contest. <laughs> I, there was a part where like I dropped it and then I went to get the sauces. Well, you and dropped then, what? Your burrito? Or like I like I put my burrito down to get oh, oh, more oh, sauces. Okay. And uh-huh. when I came back, I know Ashley was pretty much done with hers. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I dropped the burrito and then licked the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were you were like deep in yours. And then Excuse I know me. I finished mine at the same time though. So I still was able to catch up. Yeah. So um we were hot. Yeah. And also, you, you didn't know this because Kathy um, Ubered home separate, mm-hmm. but Ashley and I, since we we both went back to her place and I, like, spent the night, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was, like, I'm, she, she was, like, you know, drunk, like, for, for good reason, too. It's her fucking birthday. Yeah. But she, at one point, looked at me right after we finished the burritos, and she was, like, I'm still hungry. And I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, bitch, what? <laughs> and she was, like, can we stop and get Taco Bell? <laughs> I love that. That's that's why you guys are my friends. Yeah, right. 
So there's that. And then the next morning we went to brunch. Because why not? Because why not keep, yeah. keep, 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 the keep it going? going. Um, keep the grease but coming. there was definitely no alcohol. Like, yeah, I, I can't know. I'm not going to drink for a while. I'm not even drinking tonight. Yeah. I am completely sober. This actually might be the first occasion on record that we that I've it. been sober recording mm-hmm. this podcast. You heard it here first, folks. Girl, the expectation is going to be so hard. <laughs> um, but we what did we have? We shared curly fries at brunch. Yes. And then I I always crave some type of fruit when That's I'm hungover yeah. because I think it's from working at Robex. Yes. The smoothies I would get like right after a night of drinking, like yeah. it, it stayed with me. But I still have like a side of chilaquiles. Yes. Um, <laughs> of course. But – that was really good. There we yeah. did. It's fly season, baby. Yeah. Gnats everywhere. Yeah. Flies everywhere. Mm-hmm. They got to the point where like Sarah covered her food with a napkin. It's like the fly was going to roofie me. And, yeah. I, and I had to cover my plate to be like, no, sir, I resist. But I feel like when Sarah put down her napkin, it kind of caused a rebellion of the flies. And I felt like even more flies started coming to us to the point where like I was at the point where I'm like, I will make this fly its own plate. <laughs> Just so it can leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. And we kept yeah. looking like, are these flies going everywhere else? <laughs> like, right. Or, or is it just our table? Like, yeah. I Are we so I, hot? I, I felt like they were like mass reproducing like right in front of our eyes. Because <laughs> it went from like just one annoying fly yeah. in the very beginning to then we were battling like 10. It was, it was honestly amazing. Oh um, also, I have to say too um, – it's not just my my tummy that's taking yeah <laughs> your tummy. my stummy your stummy um, stum. that's taking revenge against me right now for my decisions this weekend. It's also my fucking skin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I have my my um entree for brunch was like this chorizo egg scramble, but it was Yum. like it was absolutely like smothered in cheese. Ooh. And I I do eat dairy, but it's not very often because of my issues. Um, and I have like a giant like cystic pimple on my chin right now. <laughs> Kathy is such a sweetheart. She was like, oh, I just thought it was your chin. But that's a good point because it looks like a second chin. <laughs> it's that big. It just, it just look, but it's like even big. Like it looks like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, it, it just looks like it blends well. It like does. it just looks like you have a very pronounced chin. <laughs> but it looks fine. Like it doesn't look bad at all. I well, like it. God. I want it. I, I wear I, I wear masks at work, so <laughs> it, the situation is going to be like covered until it heals. But um, still, like I haven't had to deal with cystic acne like this since I was in high school. I oh, we're shortly after high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we kind of had a teenage revival weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa with, Frank, with TV, Lisa Frank, TV. acne resurgence. It was fun. Fly flies, not. <laughs> I don't even know how I'm to. Trying like... to make that work. I know, but, but never mind. Um, and yeah, so, I, yeah. Yeah, I had fun. Um, made some bad decisions. I think we all need that mm-hmm. every once in a while, which will lead us to Carrie. Yes, that's a great segue, actually. Mm-hmm. So, the title of this episode, "Sexless and the City," obviously, that is a take on the popular '90s slash 2000s TV series, "Sex 
and the city. Wow. Um, Creativity at its finest. Yes. Snaps for that. (laughs) Um, And the reason being, I started watching the series again. I've watched it before Mm -hmm. um, a couple of times, I want to say. But it's been like years and years. Like I I feel like I was honestly maybe 21 when I watched it the last time. Yeah. Um, And – I almost feel like it's not how I remembered it. Like, I remember the episodes. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I remember you were texting me when you were – when you started rewatching. Yeah. And it's like I had this built-up, like, suppressed anger because yes. I had so many opinions on yes. Carrie. And I used to love Carrie. Like, yeah, I too. loved Sex in the City. Me too. I thought she was, like, that em- empowering woman, yes. like, yes. that – um, had this lead role that you don't see often with like, yes. girls and friendship and gorgeous shoes. Like I loved her, but I didn't realize how much I didn't like her mm-hmm. after you brought her up. I'm like, oh my gosh, actually, never mind. I don't like her. I I like Carrie, and I th- I do think that there's a um a lot of positive messaging. Oh like, yeah, like she is very sex positive. Mm-hmm. I like that she embraces sex, and it's mm-hmm. not something that like is supposed to be treated as like shameful. Yeah. Um, I like that she's a successful woman mm-hmm. um and like is a writer. Yeah. Like that's super aspirational. Um because I feel like it takes a lot of guts and like courage to like be a writer because it's and, one like, of those things like it's hard to make it yeah. in that industry. And she has. Um and she also is such a good writer. Like I know well I know it's not really Carrie it's like yeah. the show creators but mm-hmm. like the the format of the show is like it's Carrie I forget what they call that but it's Carrie like narrating, narrating. it mm-hmm. essentially but it's her like her narration of the episode is like her column like she's like reading her column yeah um like oh yeah the writing. writers for the show were like I felt like she was kiss. really good so good mm-hmm. um even though some of the storylines were gonna obviously bash but the yes. writing in itself I thought was like very enjoyable yes mm-hmm. and I also like the message that like they're in their 30s it, it pretty you never really know how old they are exactly but I get the sense it's like mid 30s yeah uh, mid to late 30s and I feel like they for, for the most part, embrace, like, being single in mm-hmm. your 30s and, like, not having – being on, like, a timeline. Except for maybe Charlotte. Charlotte has always been, like, super obsessed with, like, finding the one and, like, being married Yeah, and stuff. but I think you need that. I think you need, like, a diverse amount of, like – Yes. Women's ideas and stuff. And I think they embodied yeah. it really well with Samantha being, like, more of, like, oh, yeah. the sex craze. They're so line, vastly different. But still powerful. And they had Miranda that was very, like – had a suit <laughs> and like she was a lawyer she was very very successful but yes. also had like a sexy side charlotte yeah. she was she had her i her morals and all of that but she still was like she still like was into sex like yeah everyone had their own views of the same thing yes so i like the that. only thing is like the, uh, this existed during a time where i i the internet was around mm-hmm. but the dating apps were definitely not like there was no yeah. such thing as like Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um and they date a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, god damn, like I feel like in today's day and age, you wouldn't be able to find that many people organically. I know. And they're all they all <laughs> wouldn't look like that. Yeah, like there there <laughs> That's are some, a downside. But yeah, it. there are and that kind of gets into like there there are a lot of things that I feel like are unrealistic mm-hmm. about the show. Another one being um let's see. So Carrie Bradshaw, she lives in 
of brownstone and it's like decently sized. Yeah. In the Upper East Side, right? And she Which only like, writes the column like once a week or something. Yeah. And it's for like a local newspaper. It's yeah. not a huge publication, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like the Upper East Side is like the more wealthy side of New York City, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> I'm just trying to reconcile like how, how, like usually writers are like the struggling archetype, right? Yeah. Um, and if she's writing in like a local newspaper, like, is she really making enough money to afford an apartment like that? Number one. Yeah. And number two, she's always buying like designer shit. Like mm-hmm. she always has like a new And she wardrobe. doesn't have to use thread up. She can actually <laughs> buy it from the store. <laughs> she has like a new pair of Manolo Blahniks yeah. every episode. And I'm just like, how? Like they don't, they don't really explain how she's able she to like afford, afford this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's pretty unrealistic. Um, I also think this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel like Carrie is toxic. And oh, it's, for that's sure. something I didn't realize when I watched it like the first and second time around when I was like 21. I feel like then I glamorized everything that these women did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also because it is very like glitz and glam. And it's also mm-hmm. it's refreshing to see like a show based around four independent women yeah um right. i forgot i'm gonna mispronounce this but they they passed the bechdel test i'm gonna i'll put it on our What's bio it? or whatever but it's basically a test that's known um to measure uh, tv or movies and it says let me just read it out um is a measure of representation of women in fiction so okay. it's just very rare that a show like this would have been happening during this time. Like usually okay. if there is two women talking, it's because they're either like married to a, to a man show, yeah, like an right. everybody loves Raymond or something like right. that. So that was really cool. So yeah. I liked that, but if we really want to dive into that, there wasn't that much diversity yeah. and you can kind of see it because in the show itself, it didn't have that much diversity, but then on the movies, they try to bring it in and it's like, Oh really? These people are, there's more diversity now. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. where were they, like, during the show? Were they sleeping? Were they right. all just, like, not writing columns or something? <laughs> but I don't know. That was interesting. But there was just pros and cons of this show. But I think yeah. watching it closer to being 30, yeah. it kind of was like, oh, Carrie. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's but. very cringy at times. And, like, I'm sorry, but I – I, I love Carrie in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a hopeless romantic mm-hmm. at the same time, which is refreshing yeah. in a cynical world. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't like how Carrie is in her relationships. Oh, yeah. Like there were some points like with her female friendships that like run me the wrong way, but mostly in her dating, like her romantic relationships, mm-hmm. like I do not like how she is Um, yeah so I I mentioned I feel like she's toxic so I just finished season two and every damn episode it feels like she has a problem with something big who is like the the love of her life character like she meets him in season one like runs into him on the street it's like a love at first sight moment Mm -hmm. and like she's I feel like she's like chasing him for the for the next like how many ever seasons like sex in the city lasts yeah like they they have like because disclaimer He's in the movies. <laughs> yes, yeah. There, there is this perpetual, like, on and off again situationship with them. Yeah. And it continues throughout the entire series. And I kind of want to dive into this more, like, after this mm-hmm. show because I 
I want to know who the intention of the writers, were they supposed to write him this way? Were they supposed to write him like in a toxic way? Mm -hmm. Because I felt like they glamorized him too. Like, yes, you need to end up with this guy. Like they had the music in the background when he would show up or like he's always But honestly, I didn't really even like Big. I feel like he's arrogant Mm-hmm. He's kind of an asshole at times. Like, but then what what I'm gonna get into specifically about like Carrie and like how she was in their like dynamic, I guess yeah. you would say. I feel like um when you're in a relationship, you need to pick your battles a lot. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like every single episode she had a problem with something big isn't or isn't doing. Mm-hmm. And it was just like incessant. Like, yeah. she always had an issue. Um, and it's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to commit to you either. Like, you, yeah. you're not you, you're not even, like, satisfied with, the, like, the, what, what's happening in the relationship. And um, I just – I just got a lot of, like, her making the relationship about her and her needs. Mm-hmm. And this, like, constant pressure she applies to Big for, like, committing to her or saying or doing the right thing. It was I just found it, like, maddening. Like, yeah. I just wanted them to have an episode with no drama. And I felt like she was always hashing something. Like, like little. It could be really, really little. It could little. be super little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there <laughs> There was one episode where she went to a wedding with Big and she was like, oh, can you sign the car? Like, I left the card out for you to sign. And he was like, I don't need to sign it. And the entire wedding, she was like upset at him for not signing the card. And she made it this huge thing. Like, if he doesn't even want to sign a card with me, why would he ever want to be with me long term? And it just... I'm just like, God, shut the fuck up and just enjoy the moment. Like, just enjoy enjoy the relationship. (laughs) Um, Enjoy your filet and your potatoes and have a great time at the wedding. And then, like, there was an episode shortly after that where she told Big she loves him for the first time, and he didn't say it back, which mm-hmm. is, I like, saying you love someone, you have to do it in your own time. Like, yeah. you can't – and plus, it wouldn't even feel good if you felt like they were only saying it mm-hmm. because you said it. Yeah. You know, like, you want them to actually mean it, right? You mm-hmm. want there to be intention behind those I three know. little words, big, big words. So it just seems like so, all the episodes she just constantly wanted something more. Yeah. And, and it was – and, it dro- and I feel like the the desperation, like, eventually drove him away. Mm-hmm. But she, like, so the love thing, she told him she loved him for the first time. And then she was she was really mad when he didn't say it back. They went to this party together. Mm-hmm. But he, I have to give her props, though, because he gives mixed messages all the time, I feel. Like, yeah. he'll say one thing, but then do something extremely romantic. Yeah. So I, they're both toxic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely just don't feel like they're meant to be. Yeah. With one another. But, um... So they were at this party, right? And, like, Carrie ran into, like, someone who was waiting at the party. Like, like he was hired as a waiter. Mm-hmm. She knew him from her past. Like, they had a fling before. Oh, I remember that. Um, Jeremiah. Yeah. Um, and so when Big irritated her about something, she, like, left the party with Jeremiah, like, drunk as fuck. And they're, like, walking to her apartment. And they start making out, even though she's in a goddamn relationship with Big. Yeah. Um, and then she invites him up to her apartment. She wakes up the next morning to Big calling her. Jeremiah is in the bed next to her. And Big is like, you know what? Like, obviously, I fucking love you. Like, he he said it. He yeah. said what she wanted him to say. And then she went, she did her little narration thing. And she was like, I never told Big about Jeremiah because nothing counts until I love you. And I just thought, like, what the Ew, fuck, dude? That like, just sounds like every single probably 
person that's cheated. Yeah, like that's how you justify cheating. No, it doesn't count because I didn't say I love you. Yeah, like that makes me honestly like sick to my stomach. Like if that maybe they are good for each other. Yeah, right. Maybe they are. But I just find it really rich and like uh, hypocritical of her because. There was one episode where she made a huge deal over big, like, checking out other women. I get it. Like, that would bother me, too, if I saw my mans, like, obviously checking out other yeah. girls. Um, but she, like, f- felt a certain type of way about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just hurt her so bad. But yet she's over here, like, making out with another dude while she's in a relationship. Like, I just feel like Carrie just does what suits Carrie. And she is very selfish. And she, like, doesn't really care about anyone else. Then she fucking ends up dating Aiden, who is, like, a sweetheart, angel face. Yeah. And she cheats on him. Oh, I should have said spoiler. Spoiler! (laughs) The show's been out forever. So it's no spoiler. It's on you. Yeah. (laughs) But she ends up cheating on him with Big. And, like, God, she's just... So I just can't even describe it in any other way other than yeah. she's like honestly one of the most selfish characters I've ever come across I know. in a TV show. And I think it's like rewatching it again. You only see the good stuff in the beginning when you first watch it. At first I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, what a city girl, city life. And then yeah. you'll rewatch it and you don't realize how much cheating hurts yeah. until you watch it on – or until experiencing it and then watching yeah. it on screen. And it just kills – everything it has yeah. killed every single show or movie that i've enjoyed like yes. i remember when i was i said it in a previous episode wedding planner was like one of my favorite movies yes. and then re-watching it i fucking hate it yeah and so re-watching sex in the city like those moments where carrie cheated on big or big like cheated on his wife with carrie like yes. all that stuff like oh, it, it makes me so it makes my blood boil and it sucks yeah. because carrie was like the I'm going to say epitome, <laughs> epitome, epitome of like, sing, like single, independent, thriving, sex positive, yes. but she still relied on guys. And I'm like, and I don't want to put her down because I know we've all been there, but L.com reputable source <laughs> has a thing where it says Carrie talks a good game about women being wild horses, but she still needs a guy to make her feel complete. And I think that's completely. That's so yeah. That just summarizes everything. You very much get that sense while yeah. you're watching this. Show. Like you don't. I feel like Sex and the City. It, be- prior to rewatching it, it was more like they're they're choosing to have sex with these guys and right. not letting them rule them. But then rewatching it, it's like I have a Big was you. her kryptonite. Yeah, and she needed. And it's like any time her and Big broke up or like had an off moment. Um, she would like immediately like just be with other men. Yeah. And yeah, now now I kind of get now that I'm watching it as an almost 30-year-old, I get this sense like, could she really be alone? Like, could she really be by herself? Yeah. Or or is it that they're just so sex positive? Like it's hard to really tell. Like the the line is blurred. A I know. Bit. But just speaking for myself, mm-hmm. um Samantha's the best character. <laughs> <laughs> No, I actually agree with I that. really think she is. Um, even though, like, it's funny because she – wasn't she, like, a tyrant and caused so much drama? That's why she's not in the reboot. I think so. But I think re-watching it, she was the best character. Yeah, I think so. I too. think so. She was the most, like, confident, self-assured. Yeah. And she had the most sex, but also she – was such a good friend, I feel like she was always there for her friends, which yeah. is something that Carrie wasn't. 
And again, I think watching Carrie makes me very self-aware of like the stuff I did that was bad as a friend too. Mm -hmm. But I think the part that irked me the most was when Samantha um, had cancer and was going through chemotherapy. And I forgot if it was like at the actual like place. Oh no, I think Carrie did go to her to the hospital. I don't know how it worked, but Carrie was talking about her minuscule, like not even important problems while Samantha is fucking suffering. And I was just like the audacity. And again, she's a fictional character. So I need to like calm down, but I'm just like, why? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like we, we become so involved with these characters, even like reading a book. I get like really depressed after finishing a book because I feel connected with the characters. And then I'm like, now what? Like now I feel like it just is over. I, the same with ending a TV show. Yeah. I I feel so invested. Like game of Thrones. I remember feeling Mm -hmm. like really sad, Mm -hmm. um, with Daenerys. Oh my god, oh my god. Pause it, pause it. Okay, there's a huge spider. We're coming right back. Okay. And we're back. (laughs) So we had a guest appearance um, from a very big fan of Sex and the City. (laughs) This big ass spider almost attacked us. So Um, much so, he like propelled, or she, he or she (laughs) propelled from the ceiling at like lightning speed and I saw it out of the corner of my eye and it was like Kathy was in the path and I was I was like move, 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 move. <laughs> but thank you for that because yes. that would have not been fun yes. um but thank now you. I feel like I need to be a little bit more positive with Carrie <laughs> but I know we're bashing on Carrie yeah um a lot in this episode and I don't regret she has great it hair. yes she has great hair great closet and I don't regret it because again she's a fictional character yes so we can analyze we can have opinions and I do feel like when creators of like a series mm-hmm. um there's a part of every character that's like kind of, you you kind of like love to hate them yeah you know and it kind of makes them more like human exactly if she was a perfect human being it would be unrealistic yeah and that's the thing it makes the it shows that people make mistakes a woman within her own power with a reputable job fabulous group of friends a brownstone a great closet still makes plenty of mistakes yeah that we can hate yeah (laughs) Um, we can most importantly relate to yeah and her mistakes last multiple seasons too so it's nice knowing like okay it's it constant yeah <laughs> um she and it never yeah. grows <laughs> but it's comforting yeah and i know it sounds weird but if anything seeing a woman in her glory okay this is gonna sound bad but it's comforting again seeing sometimes a woman in her glory fall for a toxic person like big because it really highlights the fact that everyone falls for us quote unquote big some toxic guy some point of her life it's just unfortunate seeing carrie staying with him yeah um but which honestly makes her fabulous life seem just as complicated as everyone else's right so that is a positive out of it um and it's a great 30 minutes for a show too, like yeah. ending your night and watch, yeah. re-watching Sex in the City. It is. I will say, if I find myself in a position where I'm single, mm-hmm. I'm I'm honestly taking like this like 
third time through watching it, mm-hmm. I'm like taking notes in my mind. Like, <laughs> what have, like a diary. Like, like, this is the guide for how not to date. Yeah. <laughs> I want someone like Aiden, but someone a little bit more like interesting and fun, yeah. like the artist guy, also, but like, not abusive. <laughs> there is something so endearing too about Charlotte's the lawyer guy. Yeah. Like, he's just so sweet and like funny and like dad jokes and. Um, yeah, like honestly, all of the men that the women end up with, there are bits and pieces that, like I, I want to take from them. <gasps> yeah, and, like, I like Steve. Yes, I like Steve. I think Steve is my favorite. He did cheat, even though. though he fucking cheated. Yeah, see, god damn, why does everyone always <laughs> cheat? <laughs> but I, I like the personality and like quirkiness of Steve. Yes, um, I want nothing to do with big, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, I think it's a Oh, good. I guess I got, I got my show. I got my show. Um, um, but yeah. Else? Does Samantha? Oh, Samantha ends up with what's his name? The model Johnson. Guy. <laughs> he has a, he has like a name that's like a last name. John. Okay, wait, look wait, it up real fast. Look it up. Samantha's John- man. Are we close, Johnson? Tyler. <laughs> We're gonna be off. God, what is it? Who is Samantha's boyfriend? It's gonna be like a list of guys. Smith, Smith. Smith. Oh, okay. That's Johnson. <laughs> I was close. Hamilton. Um, and then another thing that I noticed, I I think I hated on Charlotte when I was younger, but now like I, you do you, girl. Like yeah. I think I thought she was a prude, mm-hmm. but looking back, she knew what she wanted. Yeah. She set her standards, That's true. and she got what she wanted. Like yeah. who was the guy that she didn't? actually end up with yes. um his real name was like kyle something yes um, but um he, and but he was like the perfect guy on paper but she just wasn't feeling him yes like personality wise yes um but now i have to look that up <laughs> <laughs> we're obviously true fans because we know everyone's name trey trey okay trey. yeah trey mcdougall <laughs> Um, no, I do appreciate that about Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I wouldn't even say she's a prude mm-hmm. because she was having just as much sex as the rest of the women. Yeah. And um, she still like, part- she didn't have to go to all the lunches, but she did. So she was very <laughs> open to like everything. Yeah. Her facial expressions say, were just fun. To I would just say she was particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, you're right. She like knew what she wanted. She mm-hmm. identified it from an early. And day. isn't that exactly what Samantha was too? Like yeah. she just knew what she just wanted. Just in her own way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And why I think Samantha was the most empowering character is she, she truly um, was not, aside from like a select few, mm-hmm. she was not emotionally invested in the men that she was having sex with. Like yeah. she, tr- she truly was in sex it for in the, the city. Sex. Yeah. Uh, she was that show. Literally, it's no longer called <laughs> Sex in the City. Um, so I felt like that that was like really sexually empowering mm-hmm. because she, I hate to say it, but she was almost like a man in that sense where she could like emotionally detach. Uh-huh. Um, whereas I feel like the other woman had a lot of like kind of stereotypical like, you know, yeah. they would when things like fizzled out or ended, they would like feel a certain type of way about it or mm-hmm. and samantha did have connections like yes she she had connections for i feel like the guys that were meant to have connections yes. with yes. so mm-hmm. like smith <laughs> what smith. was the rich guy richard i forgot oh, gosh. <laughs> we're true fans yeah we love sex in the city mm-hmm. 
but no, that was a fun. That was, was, a, fun. That was a fun. Wait, can I? Sorry, I gotta say one more thing about Carrie. That's okay. In my mind. And it's because I literally just watched this episode. Um, mm-hmm. So there's an episode where the girls all go to Hamptons. It's been months, months and months, like eight, six, eight months since she dated Big, right? Yeah. And he's been in Paris. Like that was like actually one of the driving factors of their breakup. Like he found out he was going to have to go to Paris for work and he didn't know how long he was going to be there for. Mm-hmm. And Carrie had like a conniption fit over it because – she was like, how could you, like, not tell me? And she's basically treating it as though he was choosing to go to Paris. When yeah. he, like, was You re- should always choose But always Paris. choose Paris. <laughs> Laguna Beach. Circa 20, 2009. <laughs> or the what, hills. What, what was the, the hills? hills? The hills, yeah. Lauren. Um, but, yeah, she was acting as though he was choosing to go when he kept reminding her, like, this is work. This yeah. is my job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what if I'm going to eat a fresh baguette every day? This is work. <laughs> So yeah, Carrie, like she she basically like couldn't take the fact that Big was gonna be gone and like she wasn't sure of their status and everything. So they ended up breaking up. And she spends like a, a summer weekend in the Hamptons with the girls. They go to this like huge party and she runs into Big there. And mm-hmm. Big is with his new 26-year-old girlfriend from Paris, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Carrie has an interest in pursuing a friendship with Big. I don't like that because they once had like a super passionate like love affair Mm -hmm. and now you want to act as though you can be friends. Yeah. Like, and it's convenient. He's unavailable. Like he has a girlfriend and now you feel this like strong urge to like be his friend. Like I just, I just, that like sat with me wrong. And then like, and I feel like in real life, there are circumstances where it has happened. I don't know how personally, but yeah. it has happened and it looks like it works out. But first of all, this is too fresh. It's fresh. Like, it's too fresh too to Too fresh it. to the point where when she ran into him at the party with his new girl, she like ran out to the ocean and threw up. Like, oh. she, do you remember that? Okay, yeah, then it's too fresh. <laughs> she's very fresh. And then she's like, I want to be friends. Yes. <laughs> Um, like, girl, you're only hurting yourself. Yeah. Um, but she, like, calls him up one day. She was, like, doing her little narration. Like, I found this old dress that reminded me of Big. And I decided to take him up on our, fr- our friendship. <gasps> She's doing that shampoo shit. Like, when you break up with someone uh-huh. and then they call you and they're like, you left your shampoo here. Do you need me to? She did. She did her yes. version of that. Yes. So, so she calls him, right? And she said, do, do you want to be friends? Like, do you want to go out to lunch? And he's like, yeah, sure. I can do lunch. So they go out and he's talking about his relationship because that's like, they're talking about the things that have happened in their lives in the last eight months that Mm -hmm. they've been apart. And naturally that's like a major event that has happened. So he's talking about her and then Carrie cuts him off and she was like, I, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't think I can like talk. We we can be friends, but like relationship is off the table unless it's like something serious. And then big looked at her and he was like, Carrie, it is serious. And she's just looking at him and he says, we're engaged. And she like falls apart Mm -hmm. and she like causes a scene at the restaurant and is like accusing him like of uh, never like being such a commitment phobe with her. Even though I don't, I genuinely don't really feel like he was being a commitment phobe. I just just didn't like, like, he didn't want her like that. I think that too. I don't know about that, but I just feel like she was way too pressuring Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you put a man or anyone really in like a pressure cooker Mm -hmm. type like environment 
it's the opposite effect. Yeah. Like they don't, they, they like tend to run. <laughs> yeah. When, when you're like forcing them into like this relationship box, mm-hmm. you know? And I get that too. Mm-hmm. But I think on, um, I think to like defend Carrie a little bit mm-hmm. is that like, I do think that if a guy really, really likes you though, no matter how like neurotic you can sometimes be, sometimes maybe if she were to distance himself, he would come back or something like that. And I just yeah. feel like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit more black and white. If -hmm. someone likes you, they'll pursue you. And I feel like she had, he was very honest in the beginning and said like, Hey, I'm, I'm not interested. Even though I did say he had some little romantic gestures that made you think otherwise. I think he was verbally pretty honest Mm -hmm. and she had every like right to like walk away. If that guy is not giving you what you need, which I know is easier said than that. But that's the thing though. She's not walking away. Yeah. In fact, she's trying to invite him into her life even more. But I don't want to talk about relationships. Friendship thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what friends do. You talk about your intimate relationships. You gab. Exactly. And like the fact that he obviously told her something she wasn't prepared to hear. Mm-hmm. And then she twisted it on him. She was the one who pursued him. Yeah. She was yeah. the one who was like, I want to be your friend. Who picked up the phone and called him and invited him to lunch. Like, mm-hmm. it's I just, like when you look at your, like, your ex's, like, Instagram or something like that to, like, yeah. physically hurt yourself. But yes. you're, you're the one who's engaging in that hurting. Like, right. Exactly. They're not messaging you the pictures. They're right. not doing this. But you're physically, like, looking at it. That's, yeah. that's like, Sex in the City's version. It's, it's like, a, a form of self-imposed torture. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, she's unique in that. I yeah. Like we've all done, done that. that. Like, you want to seem like the cool ex that you want to mm-hmm. be – chill and all of that and I remember that episode too because I remember watching it and saying oh I fucking hate big big's the asshole but like no now now that I'm watching a dick no matter what I'm never gonna like I do have a different perspective now but now I'm like Carrie you could have avoided that yeah and okay sorry one last thing about (laughs) um thank you three listeners who have stayed throughout this hi mom (laughs) So the last thing I'll say about Carrie is like one of her last, her, you know, toxic traits. Um, I feel like she lacks accountability. Mm-hmm. Like there was an episode where she, it was after her and one of her and Big's break, breakups and she decided to go to the therapist mm-hmm. and the therapist at one point was, um, was uh, telling her like, okay, Carrie, do you ever think that maybe you choose the wrong men? And Carrie got like offended at her. And she was like, that I'm choosing the wrong men. And then the therapist was like, think about it. You have been the only constant in every relationship, like every toxic situation you've ever been in. Like you are the common denominator. So don't you think at a certain point you need to kind of like evaluate your own behavior Mm -hmm. and Carrie, like, got upset at that and ended up like quitting therapy. Um, And I do agree with the therapist. Like perhaps maybe the delivery could have been better, Mm -hmm. but also I think when you are on like a path of growth, it requires like discovery and like reflection and taking responsibility for like your part and like your pat, your own patterns. And Carrie was just like adamantly denying that. Now mm-hmm. I'm still I'm on episode three, so I still have some seasons to go. Yeah, and I forget if she if she like makes that like 
discovery. Self. No, because she ends up with Big. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say she grows a little bit more, like, throughout the series. Mm-hmm. But at this current juncture, season three, episode one, I'm I'm not vibing with yeah. this Carrie. I'm not like I I want her I want her to take ownership of her life yeah a little bit no I'm, I'm missing it I'm missing it I agree yeah um but I also want to emphasize I love her I just <laughs> I love her I just don't like her okay I like that no she has like some I really I redeeming... appreciate her yeah but I. I don't want to be her friend. Or actually, no, I, I'll be her friend. I'll be her friend. Yeah. yeah. She ha- she does have some really redeeming moments. Yeah. Um, And, like, I'm really proud of her during the f- first Sex in the City movie mm-hmm. where, like, she's really getting her life together after Big. And she, mm-hmm. like, walked away for real. But then she went back to him. But still, for a moment there, for a moment there, we thought it was really good. See, I was good with, like, to go on, like, the movies. I wanted them to stop. Like, after the first one, I was done. I thought like, it was good. Please stop. I and hated the second one. I'm not even, like, and I and the fact that there was a third one, and then now they're going to reboot it, I'm just, like, it's not the same. I'm actually excited for the reboot, but I didn't like the second and third movies. Okay. I also, one more thing about, um, I'm being nice with Carrie one yeah. more time, but, or, like, the, the first time. Oh, no, I, I was nice a couple of times in the episode. <laughs> but one thing is that I do think that your friends – show who you are as a person and I think Miranda Charlotte and am I missing something Samantha are three amazing women in general so I think the fact that they still want they want to be your friend Mm -hmm. and like I don't know have you in their group shows a lot like right because that isn't what's the saying like show me your friends and I'll show you who you are or something (laughs) I'll show you your I'm I'm, I'm like busting that up (laughs) but um yeah Friendship. Friendship. Yeah, I do I do really love how beautiful like their the last episode is and timeless. ever. Like the last episode of the actual show is yes. really nice. Like, so, when like you you're know. my soulmate. Yeah. Are you guys my soulmate? You yeah. are my soulmates. Yeah. So. I think it this is a really beautiful example of lifelong friendship. Yeah. Um, and now we're looking at each other's eyes. Yeah, we're and gazing. gazing. And I'm gazing into Kathy's soul. The spider has returned. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why this episode is sexless in the city mm-hmm. is because we're kind of going through like this metamorphosis right now. <laughs> we we're now that we're a little older, a mm-hmm. little wiser, we've grown. Mm-hmm. We're like challenging things. Like, we, we used to glorify Sex in the City. Like, I yeah. remember the way we used to talk about it to each other. Mm-hmm. And just, like, putting SJP or Carrie, should I say, on this pedestal, right? Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's healthy to have a level of skepticism and, like, change your opinion on things mm-hmm. or, like, commit to a process of unlearning things that you've learned. Yeah. And, like you know, changing a little bit. I think I think it's healthy mm-hmm. to go through kind of a period like that. And that's currently what I'm facing. <laughs> I, I know that sounds really big, no pun intended, for like a TV show. Yeah. But I am taking a lot of like life lessons out of this. From it? Like, yeah. Yeah. And how I want to be, how I, how I don't want to be. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you went a little bit deeper than I. <laughs> Honestly, like for me, like you listening to you rewatch Sex in the City makes me want to like rewatch some series that I was like in love with. Like I loved the series Girls. Oh, I, which oh, is I just also watched that HBO, too. And that makes me yeah. want to rewatch that with a yeah. different like mindset. Um, Our next episode is going to be a Girls reboot. <laughs> but please keep listening, guys. Yeah. So sexless it's like the anti-sex in the city so because we wanted to like challenge the status quo a little (laughs) i'm I'm just trying to make sexless in the city work yeah because well we thought of that name on a whim and we're like oh yes yes let's use that (laughs) i think it's also because like i'm um i'm gonna make it sound like I don't know how this is going to sound, but, like, I'm done. Like, I'm done with, like, boys and all of that. Like, I'm not to freak my next person out. So this is, like, more literal. Yeah, but, like, I I, I don't want to be with anyone until, like, I know they're the person at this point. Like, I'm tired. I'm I'm so tired. I agree. Like, I feel like if I'm at a point where I'm single in my 30s, that would be my same perspective. Like, I – I will embody sexless in the city. Like, I'm not going to fuck around. Like, I'm going to do me. I'm going to work on, like, improving myself first and Mm -hmm. being, like, the best version of me. Because I I have seen how um, having, like, low self-esteem or, Mm -hmm. like, not being, like, driven or, like, fulfilling my own needs, like, pouring into my own cup, like, and just feeling like there's, like, this sense of something missing. Yeah. I can tell how that's had an impact on my own relationships. And it's totally true. Like, you can't possibly give yourself in that way to another person Mm -hmm. if, like, you're not complete. Yeah. On your own. So I feel like I've gone through this, like, pattern with every relationship I've ever been in where, like, I'm never really, like, single. Like, Mm -hmm. single as in, like, not dating. Yeah. For, like, a significant period of time. Like, it'll be, like, month, a few months maybe, and then Mm -hmm. I'll get bored. But I really want to commit to, like, just, like, sorry, this sounds like I'm... I'm (laughs) Sarah's starting a revolution. I'm starting... Yeah. I want to write it a book. She took her jacket (laughs) off, and now she's, like, just swinging her arms. No, yeah. Yeah, so if I ever have the opportunity, guys, I'm going to do shit different. I'm going to live my life different. Yes. I'm a YOLO. Well, that's like the opposite of. I'm a YOLO, but not my I'm YOLO. YOLO. I'm not, but not with my camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So thank you for coming to our Carrie Bradshaw fan club. <laughs> our sexless TED talk. Yes. <laughs> Um, join us next week when we perform a post-mortem on girls. And then join us the following week <laughs> on our hatred of friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time. Bye. bye.